0: Because many of us, even if we know ourselves, as I look at myself, in a bigger direction where I'm moving in more than one area, you wanna be multifaceted in your self-improvement journey. Thank you for tuning into the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. I'm your host, Isaac, bringing you an authentic perspective into the inner workings of the world. Today's message is one you won't wanna miss. So let's get straight into today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to today's episode on the Isaac Falez Gonzalez show. Today, we're going to be talking about the six-week challenges and how to improve. Now, to get started with this episode, I want to preface and say that this idea was gathered by Bedros Koulian, which, if you guys do not know, is a great coach um, and also an entrepreneur. But he basically talked about this idea of doing something for six weeks, something that makes you uncomfortable, something that makes you get out of your comfort zone, And try to do something that you didn't believe you could do before. And his main example that he gives is try running a marathon. Because most people haven't run a marathon and they've never really considered the idea of doing so. Now, the first six-week challenge I did was that marathon, which was back in March of this year. When I tell you that this kind of challenge, where you just don't believe in an identity level that you can accomplish something, and you completely change the paradigm that you believe about yourself and do something like that, it radically shifts how you look at your own potential. Because many of us, even if we know ourselves, as I look at myself, we far underestimate the potential that we actually have simply because we have no idea what we're actually capable of, because we have nothing to measure it against since it hasn't actually happened. So in order to realize how far our potential can go, we have to start pushing it in many directions. Let's say right now, you're crushing it financially, right? You're bringing in a lot of money, but physically, you don't look great. Spiritually, you're not connected to anything. And personally, you haven't really built on any good habits and routines. All you can do is the financial aspect. So you've tested financial potential, but you haven't tested physical potential, mental potential, so forth and so on. So what you have to be asking yourself now is, how can I go from where I am now and holistically grow as an individual. Now don't get me wrong, when you improve, have a singular focus, right? You don't want to be spread too thin. But overall, looking at the long-term vision play, looking at the chessboard, ask yourself, how can I move in a more in a bigger direction where I'm moving in more than one area? You want to be multifaceted in your self-improvement journey. So again, this episode's titled The 6 Week Challenge and How to Improve improvement involves you being better than you used to be. And that's defined by the individual, right? Improvement is what you think is better for you. Because, and we're going to use fitness as the lens for this example. Let's say you have a bodybuilder and his objective is to be bigger looking. right? He wants to be have more mass in terms and just look that he has more size. An athlete who needs to be a little faster and more nimble than a bodybuilder sees improvement a different way. Because again, the outcomes are different. So the improvement looks different. Why? Because the goal is different. So improvement's always gonna be based on the goals that you're setting or the identity that you choose to have. So that's why it's important to, when you're looking at potential, reverse engineer. Look at where you want to end up and figure out what you have to do now to get there. Because to get there involves change. And change is that progression That will get you to the worthy ideal that you call success. Now, let's talk about the actual application of the six-week challenges. To apply the six-week challenge, figure out how many maybe you want to set for a year. So maybe you say, okay, I'll do two six-week challenges a year. For me personally, I have set a six-week challenge for every quarter of the year. Right. So now I have four six-week challenges that I accomplish throughout the year. Quarter one, my six-week challenge was the marathon quarter two, my six week challenge was reading a new book from a different genre for six weeks. My third quarter challenge right now I'm currently coming up with because I'm deciding what I want to do. As of now, I'm leaning towards flexibility and mobility. So I want to be able to at the end of six weeks, increase my flexibility enough to touch my toes because that's something that I've really struggled with. I just have no flexibility in my lower body. And now I'm looking to change that paradigm. But I said that in that specific way to notice one thing. I'm not a flexible person. And when we reinforce an identity that we don't have, whether we means we're not, saying those words continually reinforces it. If you're someone that wants to get fit and you continually say, I'm not a fit person. I can't get fit. I'm just not that kind of person. You're reinforcing in your head that this is something out of my scope. This is outside my potential. And there's the problem. Because if you can't even believe that it's possible, how are you going to accomplish it? If you read this book, Psycho-Cybernetics, and it's written by a plastic surgeon. So you might be thinking, how is one of the best-selling self-improvement books of all time written by a plastic surgeon? Like It would kind of make sense that changing yourself in an artificial way would kind of be a less appropriate ideal than naturally changing yourself through fitness and proper nutrition. Because it seems like the shortcut. But the reason it's so well written, and the reason it's written by a plastic surgeon, is that it all has to do with self-image and self-perception. If you believe you can be this kind of individual that can do this kind of thing, you now have the chance to become that individual. If you cannot believe that you can do something, you will never reach that. Which is why people talk about the difference between being broke and being poor. And the difference is the mentality. Being broke is not having money, but being poor is a state of being where you just continuously run out of those resources no matter how much more you get, right? It's these cycles. And the cycles are self reinforcing. Why? Because the more we continuously reinforce an idea and an ideal and an identity, the more it becomes our reality and the harder it becomes to get rid of. If I was training for the marathon and every time I trained, I said, I'm not a runner, I'm not a runner it becomes harder and harder for me to actually run. James Clear, again, talked about it many times. He also cites this as well, talking how the best way to instill habits are creating identity-based habits. Where instead of saying, I want to lose five pounds, you say, I'm a fit person. So you start making decisions as if you were a fit person, and then you become the fit person. The most common saying of this is fake it till you make it. Now, the saying strikes too, I don't like the wording of it, but it is a very fair saying. Sometimes you you have to believe it's possible and have to believe you are the person capable of making it happen before it actually happens. Because in life, the reality is, is that we don't get what we deserve. We get what we think we deserve. And how willing we are to go for what we think we deserve. Because entitlement isn't enough. Entitlement also needs... The solidity of your character to back it and then the actions to back it because without the actions nothing actually moves the the needle never actually moves but without the first part your actions don't actually take you anywhere. it's the difference between running on a treadmill versus running on a track if you're running on a treadmill it doesn't how much you execute if you can't get off the fact that you're in the same cycle you're always going to be running in place But if you can get on the track and just start moving and create momentum, that's where things change. And so I think that this challenge, this conception of the six-week challenge is so great for self-improvement because what it does is it constantly allows you to destroy limiting beliefs. It constantly allows you to escape what you previously thought was your limit and now test new and higher and better limits. And that's a great thing because, again, the biggest thing that we can do for ourselves to build a better tomorrow, both for ourselves and the world, is to continuously evolve. Is continuously to ask ourselves before we go to sleep at night, how can I be better than I was today? What do I need to do tomorrow to ensure that I'm at least 1% better tomorrow? You got to take the present as it is. You got to take it at face value and you have to decide what you value and prioritize because you got to look you got to look at the grand scope you got to look at the big vision and decide what you want out of life and then break it up into these six week challenges and say okay if i want to be this kind of person but i don't have this skill or i don't have this personality trait or this character let me figure out how i can build it so again the true application of this is figure out where you want to go in life break it down into three to five year vision plans, and then from the three to five year vision plans, create specific dedicated challenges in order for you to do what is required and gain these necessary attributes that you're looking to do. And always remember in the back of your head, as you're going through this, reinforce the identity you want to have, not the identity that you have and are displeased with. That's the key difference. Don't ignore your current identity. But understand that if you're not happy with it, begin to adopt the identity you would rather have. And then make sure that you, have, you build the discipline and the systems to take you from the identity that makes you unhappy, or at least you're not content with, to the identity that will bring you more meaning and results in life. That's how you apply this. That's how you begin creating those changes in your life that will take you from where you are to where you want to be. That's going to do it for me today. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Let's close it out. As always, Veni, Vidi, Vici. I came. I saw. I conquered. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez show. And we appreciate it. If you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode, we are grateful for your support. And if you were serious about improving your life, check out our coaching at Gonzalez.com. Until next time, that's all for today's episode.